Okay. Hi, everyone. Welcome back to Red Your Public Library's official podcast, part of the story. I am one of your tripod hosts, Sage Black. Oh, I love that you said tripod. <laughs> and I'm Claire Brown. Welcome. <laughs> I'm Shannon LaRondell. And we are recording in the library from three separate locations, once again, via Zoom. <laughs> we're all at the same branch, even, which I find hilarious. Yeah, we're just not together. Yeah. <laughs> so it's pretty funny. Um, so today we were going to check in a little bit on our goals, which some of us remembered better than others of us. And then we're going to talk a little bit about new happenings in the library, including that we reopened. Sage and I were sort of anticipating reopening in our last podcast, but now we are, we are open. It's official. It's yeah, it's a thing that's happening. So Shannon, try Yeah, I could go first. Absolutely. Triathlon, okay. tell us. So I have been triathloning all over the place. It's <laughs> been great <laughs> um, because the pools are still closed. I am unable to do the swim portion. Um, and there's still ice on lake water. So obviously can't do that either. Mm. Um, I'm <laughs> running a beast and yesterday I got my racing bike out and went on the highway for the first time because the weather was lovely and it was beautiful and it felt so nice just to give or go. So I normally do training in my basement. I have a trainer where I put the bike on and I give or go inside, but it is so not the same as being outside. So that's so do you use the bike? Your like racing bike is the one yeah. you like train on in your basement. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. So yeah, there's like little um like stands you can get that you attach the bikes to and then makes it into like an indoor bike. They're pretty yeah, cool. Yeah, and it attaches to a workout program called Trainer Road. Oh. It's a bike specific program. My husband does it. He's a big biker. And uh, he does his workouts. They give you different workouts depending on where you're you're going to and your goals. And so I just uh yeah, use that. Um I do not do any hardcore stuff yet. I'm just you know, trying to, to get normal at it before I start to get better. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, no, it was good. I am out and I'm out. Where did you go on the highway? That's always scares um, me. I would never. Agreed. <laughs> so there's a beautiful road um, on, on the other side of 32nd street. So if you're heading west on 32nd street and you go across the bridge, there's the count, uh, County of Red Deer offices out there. I oh yeah. Over that way. I take that lovely little road all the way down to the Penhold Road and then come back. That's about 30K-ish. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. Yeah, it was great. It was beautiful yesterday. It was so nice. It was. So, yeah, for a minute yesterday. You get blown <laughs> over in the wind. No, it was great. <laughs> so, yeah, so no, I'm doing really well with that. I'm, and I actually registered for the triathlon. I have been pulling off because off I really... I, it's a, it's a commitment step. Training is different because you're just doing that behind the scenes. But once you mm -hmm. actually put your money down, it's a big deal. So I did it and uh, that's exciting. So I'm looking forward to that. That's July 18th. So good. And I registered for the fun run. The PCN fun run is happening on May 8th. And I registered for the 10 kilometer. So oh, wow. get my, my running going and, and looking forward to that sort of as a a marker to see where I'm at. So I'm going to use that as a sort of, yeah. That's a good idea. Yeah. To do something in, in the meantime, while I'm waiting for pools to open things. <laughs> Fingers <laughs> crossed it soon, you know, open and soak in the pool soon, right. For regular yeah. fitness. So, yeah. So that was my first goal and I'm doing really well on that one. Um, Yay. That's good. 
My second goal was food. We talked about um, focusing on the food. And I think I was trying the car carnivore diet at the point when we did our last. Yeah, in January. Yeah. And, oh, before I go on to food, I have to say, I received a really special gift. Um, I think from a listener, it doesn't say who it was from, but it is um, a mask uh, that has a triathlon print on it. And it was inside this little baggie and it had a little message saying this was made by a former triathlon in from Red Deer. And so I was just really excited. I don't know who it's from. So thank you. Thank you. If you're listening, I super appreciate it. And I have it today. I'm wearing it at work today. It fits great. And it's just cool because it's got swimmers and bikers and runners on it. And it just makes me feel all sorts of special. So thank you. So cute. Well, that was really exciting too when you told me about that because I was like, oh, like like real world like proof fan following <laughs> yeah <laughs> that people I listen mean, like famous right <laughs> yeah. oh it was so great so yeah that was really it actually helped me because that was new spreading the word about my goal and some random person said hey yeah you can do this here's a mask to support you I just felt all sorts of supported and I was just like heck yeah I can do this sure and it just (laughs) bolstered everything that I kind of already had going so it was phenomenal so so much gratitude so much gratitude I just I love that so cute (laughs) and so then my food goal is still going well with that um although I have to say I hit kind of a snag so January went super great. I was following the protocol, followed it to the letter. And then February 1st, I thought, well, we could loosen up a little, right? We could try, we could experiment. And I, it went flat. <laughs> I didn't lose any weight all of February. And wow. I was so stressed out about it. And I'd go on the scale every single morning. And then I started to go on the scale at noon. And then I started to go on the scale after supper. And I was just like, this is a f- total mind roller coaster and I yeah. have to get off. And so I decided that in March, I wouldn't step on the scale once. I'd still do the stuff. I'd stay strict and true to the diet that I wanted to, to stay on. And I wasn't going to weigh. So on Thursday is April 1st. So I get oh. to weigh that day <laughs> and find out how well I did. Um, I'm excited to see because I can tell I've lost weight. I'm just curious how, what that looks like for numbers. Yeah. Yeah. Very interesting. I, uh, yeah, you can definitely get stuck in that um, almost like obsessive state where you're like, okay, well, um, well, I'm not losing. So I have to check like in the morning when I haven't eaten anything, when I've been fasted all night and then, oh, it hasn't changed. So let me see after I eat a big meal and then breakfast and lunch. And it's just, (laughs) it's not good. It's definitely not good because then it makes you feel so bad. You're like, oh, well, it's been a week and it's the plateaued. It's the same. Like, why hasn't anything changed? So, and all this stuff I'm doing, it's for nothing. It's, oh, it's such a waste of time. And then you get really sort of down on yourself about why you're even doing it and you lose sight of that goal. And Mm -hmm. so, yeah, that was the first thing I eliminated. I, the scale is, is not necessarily my friend. So no. And it's hard too, because the scale, it does show, you know, it does show good data. It can. But, you know, with, um, you know, exercising, like you're also gaining muscle. So, you know, it kind of, there's checks and balances when it comes to that too. It can even out. So you might've, you know, you feel like you lost 20 pounds. You look at the scale, it's only 10. You're like, oh, well, it's more so about how you, how you feel and look and then, you know, what the numbers say. So. 
I learned that. That was my mm-hmm. February lesson. <laughs> yeah, there you go. <laughs> so I, I now have a better understanding of how I work and mm-hmm. what my expectations are. And uh, so that's that's been great. So yeah, still going strong with that, still losing as far as I know, but I'll have the hard data on Thursday. (laughs) And then finally, my last goal was my writing. So I uh, have been writing, um, not necessarily on my novel, which is crazy, but I've been inspired to write uh, smaller short stories. And that's been fun because it's actually helped me gain more skill in being a little more succinct and, and having very purposeful Um, words you know if you're Mm -hmm. doing a very short story you have to be on point with what you want to actually convey yeah Um, so that's been helpful Um, also uh, interestingly enough the Black Falls Public Library started up a Central Alberta Writers Club I love that I joined the, the library's Writers Club so um yeah Central Alberta and we're called Write Club kind of like Fight Club (laughs) fight club you don't ask about fight club Um, so that's been really fun so there's I mean new people um submitting work getting feedback um yeah which is a huge like step for you to share your work to get that feedback and because it's it's scary it's scary to do it it is still a little scary so uh creating new stuff that maybe i'm not as invested in i'm still in that cycle which is fine i'm still creating and that's yeah. part of the goal but um, i can't wait till the space that i'm in moves forward to sharing that actual baby the the baby that i made the one yeah. that i'm ready to, to put out into the world i'm not i'm not there yet i can see the resistance i can feel it i acknowledge it i know it's there but um I'm being kind to myself, self-discovery process and just going along with it, whatever it is. And there's still a lot of 2021. So you have lots of time to still fulfill (laughs) your 2021 goal with sharing your work. So yeah, do it in your own time so that it's the right time to do it basically, right? Like otherwise you're you're not going to be in the space to hear anything either, like constructive or not. I'm a firm believer that the right opportunities will present themselves when there is room for them. And uh, sometimes you got to clear out some old stuff before the new stuff can come in. And I think my 2020 and 2021 are absolute years of self clean, you know, and not self care, but self clean, like spring clean, <laughs> definitely clean. stuff out of the corners and cleaning up the cobwebs and, and yeah revisiting what what's important to me on all the levels right all my goals reflect that and uh, parts of me that were were dusty and needed some attention so mm-hmm. I kind of like that analogy <laughs> like because it can be yeah it can be hard and self-care is good but there's some like there's work that people want to do on themselves whether that's like mental emotional physical whatever it is work it is it's the same work as housework, as spring cleaning, as whatever. Like you have to set a goal. You have to decide what you want the end to look like. And then you have to figure out how you're getting there. Yeah. And be open to the process. Yeah. Because it doesn't give you the things like you think that it would. Like not losing weight for an entire month or not wanting to work on the book that you so desperately thought you wanted to work on, right? Like it, life yeah. throws you those little curves. And even though you're on that same path, it's not going to probably look very linear. It's going to, 
it's going to look crazy, but you'll, you're still on the path and you have to acknowledge that. Yeah. Oh, 100%. Oh, Sage, you want to, you want to catch us up a little bit on you? Sure. Um, so kind of along the same lines of like plateauing with like exercise goals, like I've kind of felt the same way the last like few weeks where it's like, oh, okay, I'm not really seeing so many results on the scale. And, you know, not to say my eating has been like perfect the last few months. Like I've definitely had a few, a few days here and there where they could have been better. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but you know, sometimes like I meal prep all the time and it's a lot of work. Well, not to say it's a lot of work, but you have to plan, you have to go get your groceries and you have to set aside the time in a day to do it all. And I've done that every week for probably about, I don't know, probably close to since like December for sure that I've been doing that. And then I did it a lot last year too, but like every week since December meal prep, no ifs, ands, or buts. And then I was very busy this weekend. So this is the first weekend where I was like, you know what? I'm just going to have a week. I'm going to relax. I'm still going to eat, you know, within my goals, but I'm not going to stress about like getting it all done the one day. I'm just going to, you know, see where the day takes me, see what I want to eat. Um, and it's kind of nice. So I'll see how the week goes. Um, but like you're in control. Cause that's I, a slippery slope sometimes. It can be like for this week, I, I already kind of have prepped in my head, like what I'll have for like my lunches, my dinners. I, I usually eat the same thing for breakfast. Um, so I kind of have an idea of like what I'll be eating. So I can kind of, you know, flip, fit it into my, my daily goals. Um, but yeah, it's just, I, I think I'll do what you did or, or what you did. Yeah. Shannon to just like put the scale away for a month, just like let it be. Cause I feel like that's always a lot of pressure too not to anyone else. Like it doesn't matter what anyone else, like they're not going to see it. They don't know, but it's a lot of pressure on yourself where you're just kind of like, Oh God, like I'm going to be so disappointed when I do this. And then I'm going to feel bad all day, which isn't good. No one, no one likes to feel bad. Um, you know, and especially if you have a choice not to, well, exactly. (laughs) Um, but with that, not to say that I, I haven't seen progress, like over the past few months too, like even though I haven't maybe lost as much weight as I've wanted to, I've definitely still been gaining the muscle. So there is more definition and there is like, you know, more strength that you can feel while you're at the gym or even when you're like at work and you have to move a heavy box or like push a heavy cart, you're like, wow, it's not so heavy anymore. Um, So there's that in it too. Like, you know, things are still progressing. And even though you might not be seeing it as much because it is such a slow process, it is such a long process and sometimes you can't always immediately see the results. Even, even if you don't feel like there are any results, there are, but when you see yourself every day, you don't know any better. So, yeah. And I think there's, there's gratitude with the fact that like gaining weight is slow. It's just as slow as losing weight, but Mm -hmm. you don't notice it until it gets to a critical point. Exactly. But thank goodness it's that slow because otherwise you eat one meal and the next day you yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> you can't expect the opposite to also be true, right? Exactly. And it's to... different for everyone. That's right. mm-hmm. So yeah, but it's still going good. I'm I'm still happy the gyms are open. Fingers crossed, nothing bad happens anytime <laughs> soon and they have to close again. But yeah, just generally know. fingers crossed. Yeah. You, you um, take it as it comes. You just take it as it comes and you do your best with it. It's kind of yeah. how I'm, how I'm feeling the last while. So it's a good, 
way to look at life and things like mm-hmm. just take it as it comes because there will be good days and bad days for anything it's not just about like any sort of weight loss goals or any kind of life goals there could just be a bad day and then yeah. you just have to be like okay yeah. it's a bad day yep like yep okay <laughs> kind of so. how it is yeah so that's my first one um I think my second one was uh like time management Oh yeah. (laughs) I think we all tried to co-op that one. Yeah. Um, I can't say it's much better. It's a little, (laughs) it's marginally better, which is enough to be like, yeah. And you know, some things are better than others. Um, school is finally done. So that's, you know, very nice. I can take some time off to focus on, you know, other things, um, organizing my life. Um, I mentioned on the other podcast, but I'm moving at the end of April. So, you know, I kind of have to manage my time, be like, okay, here's my time to pack and here's my time to get it there and unpack <laughs> and get sorted. And, um, you know, I'll be living on my own. So it's just like, oh, wow, I've, I've never lived on my own before. So it's a lot of, you know, thinking about like, well, when will I do like the cleaning? Cause it is just me. I can't rely on anyone else. And yeah. The, the cat doesn't clean up after himself. So I have to, you know, have Rude. to do that for him too. I know. I told him he has to start paying rent, but I don't think he really heard me. Um, so yeah, selectures. Yeah. I know. <laughs> Little teenager. Um, yeah. It's just figuring out like, okay, well, if, if I have a weekend off, I don't want to spell, spend my whole weekend cleaning and doing laundry and not enjoying my time off. So you kind of have to be like, okay, Monday night or Monday sometime during that day you do you clean your bathroom and then Tuesday you vacuum and then different days you do different things so then you can actually enjoy your time off when you have it yeah so it's like 20 minute intervals instead of like six hours on one day (laughs) yeah so I'm I'm uh it's nerve-wracking and it's kind of scary to think about living on your own but I'm also very excited and I don't know. It maybe sounds nerdy, but like, I'm excited to clean my house and like <laughs> do things on my own. And even, um, our coworker and friend, she was telling me about her and her husband, they like have a, um, an inventory of what they have in their freezer for like meat. So they know like what they have. And so when they go to the store, they don't buy too much or too little of one thing. They know exactly what they have. I'm like, that's genius. I'm going to start doing that. I'm going to have a little in- inventory <laughs> list of what I have in my freezer. So I know, So you use it up and then no food waste because that's a big thing too. So that's a great goal. No food waste. Thank you. Well, and that's a good tip for people out there too. I might co-op that as well. Well, it's something you don't think of because even at home, like right now we have the bottom freezer, you know, in the fridge and then also like a deep freeze and it's just packed full because, you know, you forget what you have in there. Yeah. And you don't want to go rummaging rummaging through like 20 cubic feet Mm of space. So yeah, it's quite smart. And I think I'll, I'll try to do that. So we'll see my neck when we check in again, we'll see if I did it. (laughs) Well, and, and just to see, I mean, the goal is, is laudable. And so go for it, but then Mm -hmm. you might have to modify to fit you and how you live and how you shop. And and then you just make it your own Mm -hmm. at the end of the day. That's perfect. Yes. Yeah. So looking forward to that. Uh, my last one, I was pretty sure was something along the lines of like, you know, especially these days being kind and maybe having a bit more compassion for people. Which you've totally failed. We've all been, we've yeah. all been saying. <laughs> I was going to say no. I thought I was doing really well. 
Thanks, Claire. I'm just, I'm just joshing. Yes. I thought that um, you were that at the beginning of the year. So well, true. Every, everyone is, everyone is, but we've always had, we've all had moments where you have like an encounter with maybe a, a customer or a patron who maybe just, who knows, maybe they're always like super cranky, super rude, or maybe they were just having a really bad day. And I find sometimes even for me, if I have one of those experiences or those moments with that person where you're kind of like, oh, like that, how, how dare they talk to me like that? And, you know, you kind of get in your head for a minute until you're like, well, they could be like that always. And if it is whatever, it's not personal to me. That's just how they are. Or are they having just like the worst day of their lives? You know, they could just be having like a horrible day and still not personal to me. They just let it out. And, you know, it is what it is. You can't take it to heart and it might feel bad for a minute or two, but then you're like, well, moving on. Then you have a person come in who is like the most joyful person you've ever met. Right. So it comes and it goes. Um, but I think I've been doing all right, especially now with having people in downtown, you get to see a lot of different types of people here all the time. So, um, it just, it exercises your, you know, your ability to show some compassion and be, be the bigger person sometimes, (laughs) not necessarily all the time, but have you been tested? Like has somebody sort of tried that Mm. to see how well you, (laughs) Oh, like someone I know. Anyway, yeah. Have you been have you been put through your paces about being You know what? I I th- I thought maybe when we opened there's always like, you know, some anxieties or like stresses to having, you know, the branches reopen or even the downtown because we had been closed for so long. So you always kind of expect the worst even though there's no reason to really yeah. expect the worst. Um but no, everyone has been super kind and just very happy and I think grateful that we are open. So I luckily haven't really had anyone, you know, having a bad day. So do you guys find it easier to have patience in your working life than in your professional life though? Yes. Like that's <laughs> yes, yes, a strange yes. thing, right? Like I think about that a lot. Like I have patience to a point in my personal <laughs> life, but in my professional life, I feel like I have a lot more patience in terms Which of Which is so like, strange. Because wouldn't you think you'd want to be the most kind and most considerate to the people in your life that you like see every day. And you're like, wow, I should probably like be nice to them because I love them so much. And and here's that. And then there's like me getting angry because someone left like, you know, water in the sink, you know, and I get, (laughs) you know, super angry about it. But then here, someone could say the nastiest thing to me. And I'm like, ah, have a nice day. We'll see you next time. No, I don't know. You're right. I've never really thought about that. I totally agree with you. I was talking about this with my mom um, a couple of weeks ago and I like, I can, she has a lot of technology problems and, (laughs) and like part of my job here is helping people with technology problems and I have no problem. Let's sit down. Let's do it. Does it take 40 minutes? Okay, cool. Let's get you set up. I want you to be excited when you leave here. When it's my mom, it's like, how do you not know this already? It's like, bad I know it's almost like they know how to push your buttons even though that's not what they're doing and it's not even close yeah that's just what you think they're trying to do yeah oh my god they should know this they're just doing it to make me mad of course of course it's like a safety thing right like there's no retaliation like my mom will love me five minutes later she loves me in the moment she loves me forever so it's just it's bizarre (laughs) that's a good point you don't have to worry about it 
till you've been married for 27 years, that becomes a real struggle. (laughs) And there's no guarantee that your partner will love you now and in the future. (laughs) Not like a mother. (laughs) No, definitely not. (laughs) But yeah, you have these like, I feel like you have these like safe people where you can be a certain version of yourself and maybe sometimes the worst version of yourself. Yeah. And they, they'll love you five minutes. You'll be like, I'm sorry. That was definitely the worst version of myself. Like, I don't mean to be the worst exactly. version of myself, <laughs> but, just but I just got there up. so quickly. Mm. Now, yeah. I just, I think about that a lot. Very and true. like, bless my mom for bearing the brunt of so much of that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this makes me sound really bad. I love my mom. She's great. No, I get along with her. Really excellent. You know what? Yeah. As a mom, you have gratitude for things that probably kids wouldn't understand. Um, like I, I help my mom with technology a lot too. And I think um, I'm sure she has so much gratitude for just me helping that she doesn't actually care what my attitude is at the moment. <laughs> God, I hope <laughs> that's true. <laughs> right through that. And it's like, doesn't matter. You're still helping me. I still get to open that email at the end of the day. So whatever. <laughs> And I, it can't be any worse than when I was like 15. So honestly, at the end true. of the day, that's very true. I have been an angel my whole life, Shannon. <laughs> Talk to your own self about 15. <laughs> it's so it's yeah, it's, it can be really bad, <laughs> but I'm calling right. myself out, whatever. It's fine. Yeah. But then that's like, what this podcast is all about, <laughs> but that's Owning. the thing. It, and that's, I think the safety part of it is like, I can be that way with her. And then she doesn't like bring it up later. Like, do you remember Tuesday at three <laughs> o'clock how you were this particular way? Like she never mentions it again. Bless her. Um, oh. So it's good. And then like, and then you want your mom or your parent or your safety person in a weird way. Like I shared a little bit before that I was in the hospital um, or like that I was ill And so my mom, like you have a designated person because of COVID, right? Like you can't have multiple visitors. It's one person. They're the only one that you can have. You can't change your person. So if they can't come in or if they're not, if they don't pass the screening or whatever, like you can't change your person. So having my mom there again, like high stress situation, being the worst version of yourself. (laughs) Do you know what I mean? And just like knowing that it doesn't matter to her. Like, and it's just fine. So I know that maybe you should be the best version of yourself in stressful situations. That has never been my go-to usually, particularly when it's like something (laughs) happening to me. Yeah. Yes. (laughs) Depends on the situation for sure. Yeah. So it's just, yeah, I love my mom. She's good, but I I could be nicer. I should probably co-op that. (laughs) (laughs) We're all doing each other's goals. Yeah, Yeah. there you go. All good. Communal. Well, it's going to be a different dynamic, like Sage moving out on your own. And like, I'm going to be on my own and it's going to be a different dynamic. Yeah. With, (laughs) but it's a different dynamic with your family, with your mom, like you're super close to your mom too. Like, Mm -hmm. but it changes because it's not an everyday, you know, relationship anymore where you don't have to carve out time, right? You're seeing them regardless. You're talking to them regardless, but now you're going to have to, me too, make a concerted effort to like, Oh yeah. You're not just upstairs. You're not just like always available to me. I know. (laughs) I told her, I was like the first few nights you'll probably have to sleep over because I'm going to be so (laughs) sad and lonely. And she will. She's fine. She's fine. 
oh yeah she's excited she's like yes of course so there yeah. you go that's perfect yeah. Sweet. Mm-hmm. she's the best so my goals to be honest I didn't really remember them and then I was slightly reminded and then <laughs> they haven't been great again because of my February not really counting for life for yes. me yeah. um, and it's only been three months of the year exactly so one of my goals my biggest goal which I have succeeded in this last weekend is just that I have time. a puppy just I know right it could not have come together in a better a way so I have a puppy he's a little husky and he's three months old his name is Remus and I told Shannon that and she's like that's from literature <laughs> Harry Potter and I was <laughs> like what you I, said yep and I said it's absolutely not from Harry Potter like I recognize <laughs> that it is but oh see that's what I thought when you told me I was like oh cute <laughs> <laughs> it is not he is a mythical person in Roman mythology Romulus and Remus are sort of the origin story of the city of Rome and Remus actually doesn't meet a good end. He meets a bit of a sticky end due to his brother Romulus. But I'm still believing that my little Remus will grow up to be a little gentleman. So hopefully, <laughs> hopefully it rings true. Um, so yeah. And then my other goal was to create more things. And because I like to make stuff. I like to be crafty and like do that kind of stuff. Um, and I haven't really done too much. And that's what I said before we started recording this podcast. And Shannon reminded me, how did you say that, Shannon? You're doing weird, you're doing weird <laughs> pictures on Instagram. I just don't and I didn't get. understand. <laughs> <laughs> they're they're beautiful. They're um, excellent. I just they I don't are. Understand. I just didn't quite understand how how you made them, what they were for. I, they're not Give for us anything. some context. They're, well, see, that's the thing. They're not really for anything. They don't really have context. I will give you that. Mm-hmm. Um, so they don't really make sense. But there was, um, so on TikTok, I get down all these rabbit holes on TikTok. I'm sure Sage does as well. Yes. But like, I'm a little bit on artist TikTok. I'm a little bit somehow on French TikTok. <laughs> uh, like, I'm a little bit on just like, you know, regular like millennial life TikTok. So anyways, um, there's this- like TikTok. Well, like, I don't understand how I, because, like, your phone's supposed to know you, right? Uh, like, TikTok's TikTok. supposed to know you. And I just, I, I'm, like, this one third of my For You page is in French. And I'm like, I don't understand how this happened. Like, I don't hate it, but I don't understand how this happened. <laughs> and I also don't understand the videos. Well, I understand, you know, maybe about 60%. I was in French immersion many years ago. Yeah. But, like, also, I just don't understand how this happened. I'm not, like... I don't know. I Funny didn't search anything out. Places. But the for you page is like, here's some French content for you. Well, and that's the thing. If you like one, they're like, oh, she likes this. <laughs> Give it all to yeah. her. <laughs> and I think that's probably what happens. Yeah. But this artist was um, showing how to do this like mashup of like digital photography in a program that I already paid for. So I'm like, let's, because I paid for it. It's called Procreate. And originally um, I bought it for my hand lettering so that you could do digital lettering and like digital lettering pieces and that sort of thing. So I spent money and I bought it and I use it or I have used it fairly regularly for a long time. But then on artist TikTok, he was like, here's this cool thing that you can do with digital photographs and you can do it with, you know, uh, copyright free photographs. Here are some sites. I'll show you step-by-step how to like merge the photographs, change some colors, all this kind of stuff. So then I started playing with it. And to me, it looks very like, well, he described it as surreal digital art. Mm-hmm. So it's very like a mishmash of like city nature sort of person. 
And I don't know that the, I don't have a message. I just like that it looks, I think it looks cool. And yes. I, I would have those prints in my house maybe one day if the vibe is right in a particular room. Um, but I like playing with it. And then it's also teaching me different things in Procreate that I wouldn't have looked for. Cause I mean, it, it's such a good program and it has so many options, but I use the same, you know, two, three options every time when I'm lettering, because I know exactly what I'm looking for and exactly how to do that. So this is showing me like all the back end of all the things that I could do in the future. So I do like it for that purpose, but again, haven't really made too much since then, but I did paint. I painted many things in my house. Um, mm, yes. So <laughs> it's getting on its way and a bathroom is being put into my, there's a bathroom in my basement, but it's like a shower and we're getting a, well, I'm not, I'm not a wee anymore. I'm getting <laughs> a bathroom. Yeah. I guess oh, yeah. Remus and I and they my don't sweetie help <laughs> and my cat, sweetie. Yeah. Very unhelpful in the house. Um, but I'm going to have a soaker tub and like Ooh, a new nice. bathroom. So all of that has been happening. So I helped um, the person put in the window. So I saw how like that works and I saw the demolition parts of things and all that kind of stuff. So it's, I like that kind of stuff. So I'm like, it would be my dream to be able to do that stuff on my own. And I realized that you just have to do it to like, know. Yeah. But well, and there's so I many just, like, I don't feel brave. <laughs> I know even like for me, I'm, I'm refinishing like a table and an old like hutch and then in a coffee table to put in my new place. And it's like, oh my gosh, yeah, I was sanding on the weekend. I was doing it for like, you know, with an orbital hand sander, yep. getting the finish off. And I was doing it for like 30 minutes. It's like, oh my gosh, my back hurts. I have to stop. <laughs> like, I need to take a break. It's just a lot of work, especially if you're not used to it too. Yeah. And then you're constantly like, okay, am I doing this right? What's the next step? How many times do I have to do this? You know, yeah. and, and you only want to yes. have to do it once. So you don't want to mess up the first time. Yeah. You super appreciation for the people that have this technical skill yes. and experience because they've done this probably 50 million times yep. and they know all of the things that could go wrong and they're troubleshooting in the moment and yeah. it's amazing to watch yeah for us it stalls the entire project and for them they're <laughs> like okay we'll just do this yeah, yeah <laughs> like exactly. later. I wish. <laughs> yeah i would love to get to that point one day it's not today but like well, maybe one it day it's fun though yeah I did run out of paint. So if anyone ever comes to my house in my kitchen, I will just ask that they do not look behind the stove. I did run out of paint. <laughs> At least you can't Actually see it, so it's fine. Um, well, it has like a little sliver that shows between like the stove and the wall. So if you're at the right angle, so my kitchen was previously orange and now it's just like boring, like sort of off white. So mm -hmm. like everything is just like off white. And then you see this like orange. sliver of orange, <laughs> like fairly bright, like, you know, pumpkin orange. Yeah. So, <laughs> so I'm just hoping that nobody notices because I didn't want to buy new paint. It just, it's expensive. So little. So paint is expensive. expensive. I went to go get some for the furniture that I'm refinishing and we just got the, the, the little cans. Cause you know, mm -hmm. it's not like I have to do like a huge house. But yeah, even that was expensive. And then with the primer and you have to get the brushes and the rollers and oh my oh, gosh. Yeah. Like so. it's a great way of like changing the feel of a room it for is. like relatively low cost. Yeah. Like when you look at like other things you could be doing. But then, but then when you run out and you're just like, I have a yeah. half an inch, forget it. I'm not buying yeah, a It's staying there forever. Yeah. <laughs> what it is the old <laughs> Yeah. Time. Yeah. It is what it Appreciating is. Appreciating what was. Yeah. <laughs> um. 
And I think my other goal was work-related, which was the magazine, because mm-hmm. in January, it wasn't a thing yet. So as crazy? This, it happened so quick. So it's been shipped to us, the final copies. I got the notification today that they were shipped. And actually, in about a month's time from now, Shannon and I will be interviewing some of our um, makers from the magazine. And it's super... Yay super exciting so so it came together yeah it came together it's a real thing we made a magazine so yay cannot wait to share it with people like it's so good you know how sometimes like and that's the thing maybe because it wasn't my it's none of my stuff I was just part of getting it moving forward (laughs) so I feel like yeah everyone take a look if it was my own I'd be like whoa 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 maybe not but this is other people's I'm so excited to share it with them and just like the talent and the submissions that came in like we received like over 50 submissions which was like better than my wildest dreams um and in the end because of space and time it it's 15 submissions that made it in and the difference between not making it in and making it in was maybe like a page count you know it's it has nothing to do with the quality of work that we received because the quality was there. It was amazing. So it'll be really exciting to talk to those people after they get the magazine in their hands and talk a little bit about their processes. And Yeah. And to, to read something and go, oh my gosh, that's beautiful. And it touched me mm-hmm. and then find out they're 14 yeah. years old creating it with just extra layer of awesomeness. I couldn't believe yeah. it. So it's exciting and it'll be out in the world very, very, very soon. Very cool. Um, so good. So yeah. I only, I think I only had the one professional goal, so that's good. That's awesome. And you're hitting them. Yeah. Despite having setbacks. Good job. <laughs> I know it was, it was pretty, it was pretty good. I thought that February was going to be a complete write-off, but luckily I was able to do some stuff from home and get things designed and all that kind of stuff. So yeah, it was good. And February was a bad month for sort of all of us. Maybe kind yeah. of ground yeah. to a little bit of a halt, but then looking back, maybe wasn't such a bad thing after all. Yeah, it, it sort of forces you to think about, yeah, to reevaluate where you are with things and yeah. and how to yeah. move forward and exactly continue on. And to be like kind to yourself. Yeah, troubleshoot. To be kind to yourself, to allow yourself the time to just like in my case to heal, like mm-hmm. literally <laughs> I couldn't see in one eye. Um, so yeah, it's allowing yourself the time to be like, okay, well, this isn't going according to plan, but I can still see a journey away from this or maybe leaning into it and just being like, okay, well, I have to take the time and just figure it out. 100%. I yeah. think the being kind to yourself on that journey, no matter what the journey is, no matter what goal, it, the being kind to yourself on the regular, not just once in a while, but all the mm-hmm. time and saying, this is okay. Your progress so far is okay. Cause it's your progress. Yeah. It's not the best progress, but it's not the worst. It's still progress. And, and it's honoring thinking about, that. Yeah. And it's thinking about being as kind to yourself as you would be to your best friend in that situation, because you're not going to be to your best friend. Well, why haven't you done that yet? Why are you <laughs> finished? Why are you still like here? You're really bad you wouldn't be. You'd be like, you're doing a really good job. Like you're going to get there. Like, you know, it doesn't matter how quickly you get there. I'm proud of you. Like things are good. So if you could say that to another person, Say it to yourself once in a while. Like, it's true. I would never say to someone else, you only lost seven pounds this month. Wow. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. But in my head, that makes total sense to say. Yeah. 
and like the standards that you give yourself, you allow yourself sometimes no grace, even though, and you could say, someone could say to you, but like, but I lost seven pounds. You were so excited for me. Right. And you'd be like, I am excited for you. That's excellent. Like, I'm so proud of you. But then your internal monologue is like, well, seven pounds. I mean, why wasn't it eight? Why wasn't it nine? Like, you know, right. Yeah. 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 So don't give yourself a lot of leeway. Do you No. And I think about that a lot. I don't know. I heard that on a podcast somewhere. And then I started watching some, well, not started watching, continue to watch school of life on um, YouTube. And they have a lot about sort of like internal monologues and like just different things that you experience yourself kind of, and sometimes separately from other people. So it's just, it's interesting when they talk about like, you wouldn't be like that to, you know, someone that you were close with, you would be celebrating all of their small victories. So like, give yourself a little break here, allow some foibles and some humanity and some grace because it's, yeah, it's ridiculous sometimes the standards that you personally hold yourself to, but definitely my most exciting. And like, I'm excited about the magazine, but like, I just got a puppy two days ago. So (laughs) like, I mean, he kind of trumps the rest of the year so far. And Absolutely. So and, and should for a while. Yeah. Yeah. It's big. He's, so he's a very cute boy. He has green eyes and yeah, I'm pretty in love with him. So it's, <sighs> and it's again, the right thing coming along at the right time. Yeah, like for sure. As listeners of this podcast know, I have been on this journey for a minute and nothing seemed to be working out. And then suddenly it worked out. So it was just the right place, right time, right puppy. So yeah, perfect. Yeah. He got a good home. He did get a good home. Animals are very loved in my home. They get to do whatever they want. They're going to be spoiled. <laughs> like, well, I exist on your schedule, like with my cat. She can do whatever she wants. I don't care. Um, she and like the puppy, I want him to be a gentleman. He's going to be trained. That's not what I'm saying. But I'm saying like, if he wants to sleep for 15 hours he can sleep for 15 hours I'm not gonna bug him there's no one else in the house like just have a nice long nap seriously oh yeah that's so exciting now it is very exciting so yeah it's been good so just before we get into our reading watching and listening um I wanted to highlight a couple of like new things at the library or like new ongoing things at the library because as part of like the goals right so new and change and all that kind of stuff I thought this might be a good time because there are three things in particular well three things and the third thing has an a and b um that (laughs) I find yeah that I find quite interesting so first of all kits to go so people if you are engaging with the library social media you're probably familiar with our kits to go so basically they are free kits and there's a variety of them for a a variety of different age groups from like littles with like a little busy bag to you know, help with their dexterity and their like pattern skills and like all of that kind of stuff. Then we have some for like preschool story time that Shannon um, hooks you up with and they're designed monthly, Shannon, based on a, based on the theme. This one for April is, is spring theme. So all the things spring. Oh, see, perfect. And then you can join the story times Tuesday and Wednesday at 10 a.m. You just have to email programs at rdpl.org for the Zoom link. Um, and, and then, you don't have to have the kit in order to join the program. You can just be part of the program. Right. It's just supplementary. The kit Absolutely. is supplementary to the program, right. but they're just designed with the same theme type of thing. Yeah. And then there's like sewing kits and knitting kits for like, you know, older teens and adults. And then we also have some like tween 
age things for like 10 to 12 year olds, including like CD scratch art. So they are, they have a sort of schedule, um, but just watch our social medias and our websites for the new kits that are coming. And um, they can't be put on hold or anything. It's first come first serve. All three branches get a supply and they have been extremely popular. So I wish anyone luck who is interested in the kits <laughs> that one day will be your lucky day and you'll walk into a branch and find that kit for you, right day, right time. Um, and then you're gonna come and visit. We exactly. want you to come in and see us and say hi. Yeah. Exactly. And ask us where the kits are. We'll show you. <laughs> and then hopefully you'll have a little choice there. Um, and then also, which I think is really cool, and they haven't gone out yet. At least I've not seen them gone out yet. And we have like streaming things. So you can borrow oh, yeah. Apple TV from the library or mm -hmm. a Chromecast. So if you're thinking about, oh, like maybe I should switch from cable or maybe to supplement my cable, whatever, I want to try a streaming device, but I don't like, what if Chromecast isn't the right one for me? Or what if Apple TV isn't the right one for me? You can borrow it from the library and test it out. See if yeah, it's a good match so for cool. you. Yeah, it's so cool. And they're available here. And every time I walk by them and they're still on the shelf, I'm just like, like who knew? Yeah. How are they not getting borrowed <laughs> though? Like they're so, so cool. Yeah. So like, I, I use an Apple TV at home and it's the best. It's my favorite. I, I have an Apple TV in my room, which I also love. And then I have the Amazon fire stick in oh, my yeah. TV room, but like, I love streaming stuff. Like I love, it just makes it so easy. Yeah. And yeah. particularly once you like, if you do cancel cable, which I did, um it gives Many you all these ago. options yeah it gives you all these <laughs> options to watch any streamer and there are free streamers too like cbc gem that sage and i mm -hmm. have talked about before and you know you can watch youtube on your tv instead of oh, like yeah. on your phone or your laptop so it's definitely something to think about and you can search that on our catalog put them on hold or pop in they are at the downtown branch but they can be transited to any branch if you put them on hold so just something to keep in mind and then the last thing that i am really excited about that has part a and b is one of our co-workers here at the library has started this like old school like phone story for like adults mm, basically yes. so she started with it's called timeline and you can hear a red deer advocate article published in 1921 so it'll be read to you like the news of the day kind of from 1921 and if you are interested in that you can call 403-346-2100 and they'll read you. So it's one article per week and they read you sort of the news of like that week, what was happening in 1921, sort of what made the news, so cool. what made the advocates so cool. And then sort of to piggyback off of that, that's why this is 3B. Um, she's also started a lit line. So in April, it's poetry month. So she has lined up uh, people from the library to read a poem so you'd have a new poem every day that you can call in and listen to. Um, so if you are interested in that, the phone number is 403-342-9100 and I will be reading a poem or two. Ooh. So please listen to our lit line. I don't know when or how, uh, but uh, I will be on there eventually. So call every day to find Very out. Very cool. That's so cool. I love but that. But it's really cool. And I just, I remember like you used to be able to like dial the story like when you were when I was small you could like dial some kind of number and mm -hmm. like it was like a story somehow and I just remember just really liking it I don't know it was like recorded it was weird and I even called it from like a campsite I remember once like from a payphone because <laughs> it was toll free so like you're out on your little bike you find a payphone and you want to like have like little business. read me a story yeah so you're like <laughs> I'll go in and use the payphone 
<laughs> Let me conduct my business. Exactly. So I, just, I think it's exciting. And um, yeah, a new one every day, a new poem every day, you'll get quite the sort of education of different poems and, and different voices. So it'll be, it'll be interesting. So definitely call starting That's on fun. April 1st. Yeah. It is kind of old school though. Cause like, you know, nowadays it's like, Oh, go online to our website and watch this yeah. video. But there's something about dialing the number and like listening on the phone. It is it's yeah. like being a kid. That's very so, cool. I do like it. So I was very excited to fun. share that. So I think we've been good on our goals more or less. I feel proud of us. We're you feel proud of I think so. Yeah. I think we're doing well. <laughs> we're tuning our own I horns. Support, I yeah. support you both in moving forward through a Support you, Shannon. Can't wait to hear about your triathlons and your yeah. runs. I think I still think that Sage and I need to be like on the sidelines yes. recording audio. Yes. Being like, I- we see her around the corner. <laughs> It'll be at the end of one of the podcasts yes. eventually. It'll be like, and here's a tiny excerpt from Sage and I just screaming <laughs> in joy. From Shannon's 10K. <laughs> then we'll get you at the end. We'll be like, Shannon, how do you feel after mm. you finish your first triathlon? <laughs> <laughs> just be a bunch of bleep, bleep, bleep. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, oh I'm hoping it will be wonderful. It I will, will feel tired, I expect, but I really Absolutely. hope that I'm going to feel quite a bit of elation. Yeah. That, uh, well, the, know, what the do they call it? Like, you know, like runner's yeah. high, you know? I, yeah. I think maybe, so, I don't know. I'm not expecting I guess you'll find yet. out. <laughs> <laughs> they say it's a thing, but not for everybody. And there's mm. a certain amount of runners in the world that don't get runner's high. It's like, I why do you continue running? right if you don't if you're not going to get the good feeling out of it why bother i keep hoping that maybe it will happen i just have to keep running you have to get that stride yeah yeah Yeah. it'll be there so shannon what you've been reading um i have been reading so the last time that um we did the podcast we were talking about all the romance novel things and that was really exciting to me so i um got a whole bunch of books out of the library that I hadn't read before. One, um, because it's on Netflix, I decided that I wanted to uh, read Robin Carr's The Virgin River series mm-hmm. because it's on Netflix. So then I thought that would be really great. I could read it and then I could watch it. Awesome. So um, I read one, I think it was Return, Return to Virgin River, maybe. That's the newest I- one. Okay, well, I'm good then. I don't need to, to read anymore. <laughs> I got to review it for Library Journal. There's my quote in the book. Oh. So I'm basically famous. Uh, yeah, you definitely are. I, I should have come to you right away. Um, yeah, I, all right, I, it's good. It'll just stay over there. I'm not going to pick up anymore. Um, I wasn't impressed either. And I think that it's one of those series that if you started it at the beginning, then I think you feel fulfilled by it and fulfilled by the return to and whatever. But I also had never engaged with that series from Robin Carr. I read Robin Carr's books, like her other ones. She has some standalones, but yeah, not my favorite. Well, and I'm not a Danielle Steele fan. I know some people in the world are, obviously. She's insanely prolific. Yeah. Yeah. And I made myself read one, but I won't probably ever go back and read another one. I just can't. Uh, it doesn't check the boxes that I'm looking for. So good for lots of other people, just maybe not for me. And I found Robin Carr was very similar to the Danielle Steele-esque uh, kind of mm-hmm. writing. So it was good that I tried. 
Um, and now I can go ahead and watch the Virgin River thing and feel like, oh, is this close to what I was <laughs> expecting? Or I don't know. So I haven't just watched enjoy it, it for its own sake. <laughs> That's very hard <laughs> yeah. for me when it's a book adaptation, but still. <laughs> You're always, always figuring out where they're going to yeah. go next and if it's close. Um, so that's what I was reading. And then I also picked up another one, um, BJ Daniels. Ooh, yeah. I'm familiar. Um, cowboy romances yes. usually. Uh, I think that not so far. I haven't met a cowboy yet in this one, but this one is, um, and it's got like sort of suspense. Something happened. And oh, so someone's went, uh, police. And yeah, now there's some undercover police going on in there and, and, so it kind of took me for a different loop than I was normally used to. So that was very interesting. So yeah, I'm enjoying that. And I think there's a whole bunch of them. I don't think uh, there's a whole bunch of different series, you know, that sh- they have written. I don't know if it's a girl or boy doesn't, or any, doesn't matter. Um, yeah. <laughs> but I, I quite enjoy it. I, it sucked me into the story. Um, so, so far, so good. I like it. Nice. Try some other series of that one. Um, watching, so soon to be watching Virgin River. <laughs> um, there you go. But I had always wanted, I had started reading Diana Gabaldon's um, Outlander, Outlander series when I had really tiny kids. And when you have small babies, I'm sure people can relate to this, you don't have a lot of time to read. And so I was able to chew through some of the big books, but I stalled out at Breath of Snow and Ashes. And I never got past it. And I always wanted to go back, start from the beginning and read it through and then watch the show. I realized that that's never going to happen. <laughs> Even now I don't have small babies at home, but I'm probably not going to reread those giant books. There's so no. many new books coming that I get the gist. So I started watching Outlander and it is fabulous. I love it. Absolutely love it. And it's very really popular. Close. It's close to the book. I was surprised and the adaptations that they're trying to make make sense. Like, wow, score one for you guys. Cause that well, doesn't that's always, always happen. Nice. Yeah. And the maker of that, like the executive producer of that show is Ronald D. Moore, who actually did like the remake of Battlestar Galactica in the early O's. And then also now his next project is going to be um, a Sarah J. Mass series. Who's like, she's a huge series. She has Throne of Glass. And then she has a court of, I want to call it mist and roses, but that's probably wrong. Thorns and roses? Something along Something those like lines. That, yeah. But yeah, so he's optioned that and it's a show it's going to be on Hulu. So I don't know how it's going to be in. Oh, cool. It'll be those in are Canada like somehow, YA. Yeah. Like YA. Series. Like new yeah, adult-ish. Cool. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But like to hear that he's quite, you know, respectful of the original piece, then it like, because I do like the series. I like the Sarah J. Mass series. So it makes me less nervous that it's in those hands. <laughs> Yeah, well, and it was very well done, and it's exciting, and it's interesting, and I I like that Outlander series when I was reading it, because it's not only about just the romance. It builds as you go, but there's so much else going on. And History, I like and like, yeah. Yes, and so that was, that was good for me, um, so I like that, um, and so then finally listening. I am listening to um, Running Motivation po- uh playlists on Spotify and they're they're awesome they're like an hour long or however long you're going to run for and it's these movie clips of like really inspirational football coach movies and and then or or like um 
personal power people, you know, like Tony Robbins and all these people are thrown together. And then it's, it's threaded with this powerful music. So it makes you feel just like Hercules uh, yeah. running. <laughs> can do oh, anything. So good. And then it's like, do you want greatness? Yes, you do. And I just, <laughs> yes, I do. And I just feel like I'm at church running down the sidewalk. I just feel so great. So that's what I've been listening to. <laughs> Very good. Very motivated. Hey, whatever <laughs> helps, right? Whatever that's helps. Right. Yeah, sometimes you just need a little shot in the arm. Yeah. yeah. So, <laughs> That's, I love that. That's what I've been reading, watching, listening. What nice. about you, Sage? What you been up to? Uh, well, I had put on hold a while back um, Dessert Person by Claire Saffitz. It's a cookbook. Oh, she's your Bon Appetit woman. Yes, I love her. Um, <laughs> love her so much. She's not Bon Appetit anymore. Po- she's right. post, post she bon, appetit. bon Appetit. Yeah. Um, but yeah, she, has a, she had her first cookbook come out um, end of last year, I think called dessert person recipes and guidance for baking with confidence because she is a baker and she believes that everyone should be a dessert person or is a dessert person there shouldn't be anyone who only likes cooking and not baking you should (laughs) should be able to love both um but yeah it's just I love her recipes like they're they're easy what I like about her is she's not going to give you a recipe that uses a bunch of like expensive or ridiculous equipment that like sure you it would be nice to have but you don't have to have it she's very like if I give you something in the you know recipe that you know a special piece of equipment it's there for a reason and like I would recommend using that but I can also give you you know ones that uh you know that you you know alternatives that you can use too um but she also has her YouTube channel where she will do recipes um you know, in video form from her cookbook. And she's just such a personality. Like she's so funny and she's so cute. Um, and yeah, so if you, if you want to watch, cause then you can have the cookbook and then you can also have her making it in front of you. So you can follow along and that's have amazing written down. It's really great. And then she also has just, she posts the recipes just in the description of the YouTube video too. So there's like recently she made like lemon tarts that looked super good. She's made uh, walnut maple sticky buns, focaccia, um, she shows you how to make homemade vanilla because she makes homemade vanilla, which is very interesting because um, cool. vanilla is very expensive and it's a, you know, it's a limited resource that takes a lot of time and effort to grow. So that's why vanilla is so expensive. <laughs> so it's very cool to make your own. But yeah, she's she's very sweet and she's just, you know, she loves what she does and she loves baking. And yeah, she's a she's a good person. I, I don't know her, but I feel like, you know, when people <laughs> give you that vibe where they're a good yeah. person. Yeah, she's a good person. I really like that she has this book, but then also like on her YouTube channel, it's very accessible. And like, if you're nervous, yeah, because if she does want everyone to be a baker, some people are like, well, I don't know what it's supposed to look like at this stage or exactly that or whatever. Yeah, that's the nice thing. And yeah, yeah, she's super, super good at explaining it and just giving you different alternatives or options. And yeah, she's, she's very cool. Um. And then I have been watching, I've talked about this before, um, Attack on Titan. We are almost, okay, so it's the last season. Don't laugh except at for, me, Shannon. No, except for now, it's Shh, not the last. Don't. I knew it wouldn't <laughs> I be. It. I can't believe you're watching something that I've okay. watched. That's However, <laughs> because the fourth season, Shannon, the fourth season is coming out. So um, this was supposed to, it is the, it's the final season. And so season three, we're on season four now, season three, they released, there was season three, part one, season three, part two. 
So everyone was kind of assuming, oh, season four will do the same thing, but they hadn't announced anything except for today, like 20 minutes before we started recording, I checked. And this last season or the last episode of this season, quote unquote, premiered with a little uh, spoiler for a 17th episode. And then they did officially announce there will be a part two for season four. However, it's not coming out until winter of 2022. (laughs) So when I read that, I immediately thought of you. (laughs) So that's fine. I can be patient. Um, but it was so obvious because there, there was only 16 episodes in this show. And I think, uh, I've only, we've only watched up to, I don't know. I think we have five or six episodes left because we're watching as they get dubbed, which is weekly. And we were just saying like, there's no way they can wrap all this up Yeah, in, in five, like, episodes. five episodes. There's absolutely no way. So I was expecting this. I just was expecting like, you know, maybe after the summer, <laughs> like just like a little <laughs> summer break, but no winter of 2022. So that's something to look forward to. Um, But yeah, that's a good attitude. Something to look forward (laughs) to. Something to look forward to. Because it is just, it's such a good show. I don't know. I've really been enjoying it. Just the the action and the pace. And it's kind of crazy sometimes. But um, the storyline is just, I don't know. There's, I watched a video about where they kind of recapped like the first three seasons and just kind of talked about how season one was just like boom, 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 very fast paced. Um, and it kind of gets you hooked. And then the second season, you know, not as fast, it kind of builds on the stories a bit more. And then season three was kind of the the best mix of both worlds. Um, and just how, you know, they really built the world that they made, like to feel really real. Like, even though there's these like crazy monsters that are eating people, just the, the small details that they don't explain, but then you see and you're like, oh, well, yeah, of course that would happen that way. Because of course, like that's just makes sense yeah. in this world. Um, so yeah, it's, it's a really good show. It's, I don't know. It's not for the faint hearted before it's, it's quite brutal sometimes, but if you can get over that, it's quite good. And then yeah. listening to anything new listen to, I have been actually. Um, so there's a band that I started listening to. And when I like hear a new song, I'm like, oh yeah, that's good. But a lot of the times I don't go and check out like what other music they mm-hmm. put out. Cause you know, I'm like, oh, this one's good enough for me. I don't need yeah. to hear everything else. <laughs> Um, and so I, I was listening to this band and then I was going to mention it on a different episode, but then I was, I mentioned something else, but so I looked up cause I didn't know where this band had come from, whatever. Turns out they're Canadian, which is so crazy, but it's oh, nice. uh, the band mother, mother. Um, and oh. they actually are from, yeah, they got super big on TikTok recently too. So that's how <laughs> I first heard one of their songs. Yeah. Um, but they're from Quadra Island, BC, which is like a little Island in between like Vancouver Island and then, you know, the mainland super small tiny little island um but yeah they're 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 really good they're kind of like a good band to you know if you're working out really hard and you need some you know some punk indie rock I don't know really how else to describe it because they kind of are all over the place um but yeah they're really good and I just enjoy listening to different stuff you know not just the the typical pop that you hear on the yeah. radios all the time and it is nice like I think a number of artists are actually having their music heard oh, by a lot of different audiences now because of TikTok so I do think that that's an interesting opportunity for a lot of artists for sure it really is I was looking um on uh, on Spotify because that's how I get my music um but I was looking at their their streaming numbers and I think the song that really got them popular on TikTok recently was called Hayloft 
and that one I'm just checking right now has just over 124 million streams which I'm sure on, on is Spotify alone basically is crazy like exactly from TikTok because like yeah. I mean they're a good band and I've I've heard them for a long time because like yeah. millennial but yeah. they did not have that kind of no well but they did not have that kind of <laughs> no they didn't reach well, 124 and- million like no that's the thing on, on TikTok too. Like someone makes a trend using a certain sound or yeah. a certain song. Everyone, like millions of people recreate that trend using that song and those count as streams. Yeah. So yeah, but they're quite good. I like Hayloft. There's a song called Verbatim that I really like. It's quite interesting. And also, also Burning Pile. And they're all just very different. Like they all have a different sound to them. Yeah. Um, but they're good. They're quite they're good. They're also like cool looking. Like yeah. I remember seeing their like music videos when you know, much music used to pay music videos. Yeah. <laughs> and, um, like they're cool looking. They're a cool looking band. They are. Yeah. Way cooler than I could ever hope to be. But I, I mean, they are in a band. So I guess that says more that they should yeah. be cooler. Than and they me. have, they've been around for a while since like, I think I saw like 2005 ish around there. So yeah, which is yeah, basically they're, not, they're nothing new. They're just new to me. millennial Claire Brown. So yeah, there you go. A little blast oh, from Canadian. the past. Yeah, and they're Canadian, which I I was like, "Oh, cool!" Like I'll look them up, and then I saw. I also think they toured somewhere close to here, like in the last five, five, seven years. I feel like they were. Yeah, I feel like it was. Yeah, so you should look out for them when concerts are allowed again. (laughs) Oh, that'll be the day. Not impossible for them to be around. They'll be the day one day. Yeah, we don't know that day yet, but like one day will be that day. day So. I haven't read a ton in the last little bit, so I'm just going to highlight two. One that I'm reading for Happy Ever After Book Club, which I didn't finish yet. I will finish before book club tonight, but I didn't finish yet. Um, and it's Story called, of your life. I, yeah, basically. Um, it's called A Cuban Girl's Guide to Tea and Tomorrow by Laura Taylor Namey. And it sort of has become popular in the last little bit here. It was on my radar because of um, all of the things I follow on Twitter, but then it was chosen as Reese Witherspoon's YA book club pick. So obviously that, you know, heightens its profile uh, quite a bit. And it's very cute. It's about a girl. She's a Cuban girl from Miami. Um, She's experienced some different losses, including her grandmother, uh, loss of a relationship and a loss of a friendship. And her parents decide to ship her off um, the summer after high school to England to work in a bakery shop with um, some some different family and things and so it's her sort of summer of healing and there's a little bit of romance but there's a lot of like little cute baking things and just her figuring out who she is in relation not in relation to these people that have now left her for whichever reason whether by choice or by life necessity so it's uh it's quite good so it deals with like grief and you know mental health and all that kind of stuff um the cover is so cute and beautiful you wouldn't think that it was as deep I think as as it has been so I guess I get why it was chosen as uh the pick for Reese Witherspoons because you get a lot of story there and a lot of uh character so it's quite good and then I came across I'm sorry say sorry do you think Reese Witherspoon reads those like is she she the one choosing them or is it just like under her if I had that power I would be choosing them myself just right? because I like, would I, just be an so. egomaniac. I would just be yeah. out of control. <laughs> and and because you can, it's a, it's something that you're promoting mm-hmm. with your name. I, yeah. I would hope. My Me too. I just, I, you know. <laughs> and now Shannon's feeling like the world is falling apart. <laughs> so mad. Imagine that. we find out it's not. It's not yeah. here. Oh. 
Well, not find out until like 20 years from now, which in her telling book, she's like, and I never read even one of those. (laughs) Well, you think it's like, do they have time to read like super famous people? Do they have the time to read? Like, well, in quarantine, I feel like you absolutely do. I guess. So like, get on it. (laughs) And then I came across this really cool thing also on TikTok because I'm on book talk on TikTok. And this person had this huge box. I think it was like 162 titles of like little wee um, penguin uh, black covers they were called Ooh. so they have it's just the penguin edition so instead of the orange that everyone knows they're these little black ones and they are small so they're like 40 pages 60 pages they're small small stories so I was like I don't need 162 like I want them but like <laughs> I know where to draw my line so anyways I went to look to see like how do you get them can you only get them in a big box or could I like you know cherry pick a little bit and see what I want so I ended up ordering a few because they were two dollars each oh wow like (laughs) crazy and then I also got this it recommended to me like oh you're interested in those penguin uh other ones how about this penguin um collection maybe you're interested in them which was a poetry collection um so the little one that I read is called I have more souls than one and it's by Fernando Pessoa and he writes from three different like perspectives so he writes as like basically three separate people. So you read it, you read the first section and then you read the second and you read the third. And then like, they're not interconnected in any way except for the writer, but just like exploring different parts of the human condition based on these different characters that he feels in his soul type of thing. And so he's a Spanish or he was, uh, he's, he's long past. Um, he was a Spanish writer. So they are translations, but, and I don't, I haven't seen the original. I don't know Spanish, but to me, it, they flowed really well. So whoever did the translation, I feel like it, hopefully it captures the original feeling of the poems, but just, they read really beautifully. So I think whoever did translate them really did a a nice job there which like sometimes you can tell that works have been translated and they can be a bit clunky because different languages have different words for different things or or -hmm. short phrases that mean one thing and and it doesn't sound quite the same so yeah I did I did really enjoy it it's a quick little read it was like yeah I think it was 40 pages maybe and they're poems so they're shorter and uh but it was an enjoyable little read and then watching I'm obsessed with the Simpsons now (laughs) I don't know. Yeah, I don't know what's happened to my life. I'm obsessed with it on Disney Plus. Or like, are you watching old ones? No, I'm watching the old ones on Disney Plus. I think I'm in season eight. Yeah. So Disney Plus is feeding that addiction. And then when I'm not watching The Simpsons, which is a lot, um, because it's good background. Shaking my head. I'm shaking shaking my head about. Well, I was never allowed to watch Simpsons when I was little because my mom didn't think it was good. So many things. If, if our listeners could but see Shannon's face. <laughs> there was a, one episode that I enjoyed. Not that I was a big watcher, but I actually watched this one. It was the Three-Eyed Fish. Have you seen it? Oh, yeah. Because it has the lovely little moral of the story of don't pollute the environment. And that's the only one I've ever liked. <laughs> then you should, you should watch the movie. I feel like you would like the movie. It's, very, it's about uh, environmental protection. You should watch the movie from 2007 you you better report back that's your homework yeah (laughs) and then I also rewatched Wally recently oh that's a cute one yeah just fell in love all over again I love how particularly at the beginning he uses the 
clips from the old movies, either the songs or like the phrases that he's heard in these old movies. Because I love old Hollywood just in general. I love that like silver era of Hollywood. I know a lot of bad things were happening behind the scenes, but in terms of what is on the screen, I enjoy it a lot. Um, so then, okay, so Audible, I know I shouldn't be using Audible. I should only use the library's Libby app, but I have Audible, so let's just move past it. Uh, they were having a sale for, um, so Audible, you pay monthly and you get a credit to spend on whichever book that you want. And so I use audible.com because I like their selection better than audible.ca. So you pay a little bit more because it's an American price, but they sent an email a couple of weeks ago and they were like, buy one, get one free on your credit type of sale. So I was looking through it and it's not everything. They give you a selection of the titles that are quote unquote on sale. And I came across Kiss the Girls by James Patterson. So some of you may remember it was a movie in the 90s. And I loved that movie. It has Tony Goldwyn and Carrie Elwes. I don't think I can spoil a 20 something year old movie as like murderers. And I, I liked them a lot, both at the same time. Um, so I was probably like 10 years old watching a very inappropriate movie. Mm-hmm. And I watched it. Yeah, I watched it somewhat recently, I think in the summer again. Um, and then when I saw that book, I was like, I never listened to that book. And it's a huge series. So like, it's part of the Alex Cross series. Mm-hmm. Um, so like, it's a huge, huge series. And James Patterson, obviously extremely prolific, but I think his most famous series is probably Alex Cross followed closely by that alphabet one that he has where they're oh, all like yes. different alphabet ones. I'm not as engaged with James Patterson as maybe some of our listeners are, <laughs> but um, so I'm, I've started Kiss the Girls because I was like, that's interesting to me. So and I like a little murder story. I like a little whatever. And I'm interested to see how faithful the adaptation was. Like I enjoy the movie for its sort of <coughs> its own, its own merit. It's not like perfectly acted or like, you know, beautifully <laughs> like imagined <laughs> or whatever. It is what it is. And I do, and I do like it. And it gives you those yeah. like little jump scares and it gives you sort of the willies and stuff. So like, I, that's what I wanted for. So it's good. So I wonder if the book will have that same feeling in those moments of like, you know, scariness or whatever <laughs> you want to call it. So I'm interested I hope in that. So. Me too. Yeah. So it's not going to be a bedtime listen because I don't need to no. freak myself out before bed, but no. I'll have a big guard dog eventually. So we should be fine. Oh, he's too sweet to be a guard dog. No. And he's too small right now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, he's big. Like he sent me a picture. I was like, oh my gosh, he's three months. Yeah. So he's three months. Big he's puppy. about, he's about 20 pounds, but he's going to grow up to be a proper sized dog in no yeah. time. They grow so quickly. With all the hair and the yeah, the husky, the husky howls. Yeah. So we'll see. He can have a little howling conversation with my sweetie when I'm gone. So <laughs> I'm sure they talk a lot when you're not there. <laughs> I'm sure they I'm sure they end they will end up being interesting with each other. So mm-hmm. <laughs> when she comes around. Yeah. Yeah. I'm slowly getting out of the proverbial dog house with my sweetie (laughs) (laughs) she's still she is number one in my heart I love her so much but we can make room in our in our little family of my sweetie and I for Remus so she needs to just get Get over over it it. (laughs) she'll come around yeah be gentle (laughs) give her time this was lovely ladies thank you everyone for listening and we will be back. Oh, well, actually, we won't be back in two weeks' time. Shannon and Sage will be back in yes, two we'll be weeks' here. time. 
So I can tell all the Claire secrets. Yeah. She's <laughs> and yeah, I guess I'll just edit them out as needed. Yeah. <laughs> no, no. Just exposing myself left and right. <laughs> <laughs> so thank you all for joining us. We hope that your goals are going well as well. If you did make some for 2021. And if you didn't, please feel inspired or perhaps, um, you know, jump on the little goal train, share it with someone, share it with us. Never we too are, late. Exactly. We're on Twitter. We're, we're around. So definitely get in contact with us and share your goals. And sometimes it's easier when they're public <laughs> or you've shared them with someone to have even accountability to yourself. So if you need someone oh. to share that with, share it with us. hundred percent saying it out loud is the most powerful motivation. Yeah. And describing yourself as the thing you want to be. Shannon is a triathlete. I am mm. a dog owner. <laughs> And Sage is kind. And I'm kind. <laughs> I lift weights and I'm kind. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Nice. So we get there. <laughs> so we'll see everybody next time. Goodbye. Bye, guys. Bye.